0: This means that unlike mainstream social media, your trophy pictures won't be censored. They're encouraged. As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today. This is the Average
1: Conservationist podcast brought to you by Outdoor Class and in partner with 2% for Conservation. Outdoor Class is the new single source of premium outdoor education from trusted, knowledgeable experts. For hunters committed to improving their skills, Outdoor Class is the only subscription-based e-learning platform that provides unlimited access to video lessons from the world's most respected experts covering topics across a hunter's entire journey. Learn from industry leaders like Corey Jacobson, Randy Newberg, Remy Warren, and other prominent personalities and organizations sign up today and use code AVERAGE to save 20%. 2% for Conservation's mission is to create an alliance of businesses and individuals that ensure the future of hunting and angling by committing their time and dollars to fish and wildlife. 1% of your time plus 1% of your money equals 2% for conservation. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Average Conservationist Podcast, and I'm your host, Marcus Ewing. All right, so I'm going to change things up a little bit today. Uh, no guest today. It's just going to be me riding solo. Uh, so for those of you tuning in who are expecting a guest, I apologize. Um, feel free to turn it off. <laughs> Tune in next week. I don't know. Uh, but uh, what I really wanted to take a little bit of time today, and as I'm recording this, it is uh, Giving Tuesday. And as I look around on social media, various organizations or various companies that um, I support, excuse me, that I support or that support the podcast that have some type of affiliation uh, with 2% for Conservation are doing some really cool things in terms of their way to give back. Um, And I think that throughout the whole hustle and bustle of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you know, the whole holiday craze and the the conservation organizations um, or maybe not even, let's not even narrow it or yeah, let's not narrow it down to conservation orgs specifically, but just these different nonprofits. And I think that this is a great time for us uh as as outdoorsmen, as outdoors women, uh just outdoor recreationists, um, because you know, that that encompasses everything in my opinion. But I think now is a good time for us to, you know, look at gifting memberships to to some of these organizations. Um, especially if you have some friends or some family who are uh or who share, I guess, um uh, share, gosh, what uh, hobbies? Jeez, O oh, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. But share hobbies or interests uh, as it pertains to the outdoors, and maybe they're not a member of Mule Deer Foundation or Backcountry Hunters and Anglers or the National Deer Association or any of these you know tremendous organizations that are out there, and give them the gift of a membership, um, thirty-five dollars. Or $25, depending, I mean, you know, somewhere in that range uh, is a lot better gift for your brother-in-law than some lotto tickets, a pair of socks, a novelty t-shirt, you know, the list goes on and on, right? But it's amazing how much that membership means to these organizations. It allows them to continue to do their good work day in, day out. It pays for you know, the overhead of of their staff who have committed to and, um, you know, made conservation uh, their profession at this point. So it's certainly something that um, I would like all of you to consider. And, you know, for for those out there who are already members um, of any type of, again, any type of organization, you know, first kudos uh, to you for seeing, you know, the importance behind these organizations. Um, But I... I challenge you to take things one step further. And for some, this, I don't want to say it's, it's falling on deaf ears, but maybe it just, it just doesn't pertain to you. Um, and, and you'll see why here. So what I, I challenge um, everyone out there to do is volunteer some time. Take that next step of not just becoming or not just being um, a member of these organizations. You know, reach out to... You know, if uh, if it's backcountry hunters and anglers, reach out to um, you know your local chapter. Uh, try to find out who is in charge of, of setting up. Uh, you know, whether it's a pint night, whether it's a cleanup, um, you know, whatever type of volunteer event that there is that you can get involved in. Um, I challenge you to do that. Um, and again, some of you out there are already doing this, and awesome. Thank you. Um, we we need. Um, you know, more people volunteering their time. But if not, if it's maybe it's something you've thought about, maybe you've been a little bit apprehensive, maybe you just it's out of your comfort zone a little bit. Hey, I get that. I've certainly been there before. Um, but I challenge you to do it. Now is such a great time. And it's a great way to <laughs> give back, it is a great way to meet a lot of like minded individuals. Um, who, who share a lot of the same interests and hobbies uh, that you do. And you never know, you may make some lifelong friends, some hunting buddies, whatever you want to call it, out of the experience. And going back to or kind of piggybacking off of what I just mentioned there with, um, you know, stepping out of that comfort zone a little bit, you know, now is the time of year where a lot of, Boards, a lot of volunteers um, are starting to, they're starting to get burnout. It's been a long year. Um, I actually recorded a podcast um, about this particular uh, topic, uh, conservation burnout. I recorded it with Jared Frazier uh, back in October uh, of 2020. It was episode 21. I highly encourage, it's a long one, but I highly encourage you guys to uh, go back to the archives a little bit. Uh, If you're going to be on the road, you got a couple hours to kill and check out that episode Uh, because Jared talks about some stuff uh, in terms of conservation burnout uh, that are very important. Uh, That, you know, volunteers, um, it's something that we all run into. And what you tend to find with a lot of uh, volunteers is, Maybe, you know, let's, I don't want to name anyone by example. Let's just say John, John Smith, you know, John Smith volunteers on his local chapter of the National Deer Association. Uh, he volunteer. you know, and that's how you know John, right? That's where you see John. That's where you interact with John. Um, but there is a very high probability uh, that John is also performing those same voluntary duties um, with likely one to two to three other organizations as well. And that takes its toll on people. And, you know, these aren't, you know, people aren't volunteering for the accolades. They're not volunteering um, for the attaboys and the slap on the backs and all that good stuff. They're they're volunteering because it's, they feel it's the right thing to do. And I I agree with that. And and look, I don't want to Disparage anyone for for not volunteering their time. I know that we all have have lives and we all have a, a ton of stuff going on, and I mean that's why this is the average conservationist podcast because we're all average. You know, we're all average people. Um, but going back to what I was saying, there is that's how we lose a lot of volunteers, uh, a lot of great volunteers. Is they just get burned out. They don't. They don't know when to say no. Um, so if you're listening and perhaps you're in that position, perhaps you're looking at your list of commitments that you've made, um, and you're just, you know, kind of starting to look ahead to, to 2023 and you're starting to think about maybe some, you know, conservation goals, some, you know, career goals, personal goals, whatever the case is, uh, you know, in a lot of likelihood, the the conservation, the volunteer goals, uh, are the ones um, that that tend to be the first to get cut, just because it is it's, it is volunteering your time. But instead of you know being a board member for a local chapter uh, or for hell even a national chapter, instead of just walking away completely, take a step back, you know you know let your your counterparts know how you're feeling, where you at, because it's uh, it's very likely that they are either feeling that as well, or they have been there in the past, or maybe they're newer, and they just haven't got to that point yet. It's a very good conversation to have. Keep everything out in the open. And, you know, instead of just walking away completely, as I said, you know, just take a step back. Say, hey, you know, I, I can't fulfill my duties as a board member next year. I just... Uh, I'm burnt out. I just don't have the bandwidth for it. You know, whatever the case is. And, you know, then also say, hey, but what I would like to do is, if possible, fill a role in this capacity, which still keeps you involved. It still keeps you, um, you know, putting in your hours, you know, putting those boots on the ground, doing, um, you know, ad- advocacy for whatever the cause may be. And that is equally as important because one, uh, it still keeps you involved, but two, it also gives someone else potentially an opportunity to to step in and maybe bring some new ideas to to the board or to the organization. And, you know, maybe that person's, you know, kind of, I don't want to say been on the sidelines, but they've been, you know, volunteering at, at local events and, and things like that, but they want to take that next step. They want to make the jump, right? They want to have a seat at the table, so to speak. And it, it's going to give them a great opportunity to do that. So I don't want people to, you know, listen to this and be like, oh well shit. You know, he said, you know, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. And don't don't take what I'm saying as gospel. You know, just take it as as recommendations and and really a lot of the things that I'm telling you here is all coming secondhand from from Jared, uh, which again, if you if you listen to that episode, you'll you'll hear him go into great detail there. And, you know, Jared's been you know, living this conservation life for for quite a while. I mean, he, you know, not only is the executive director of 2% for Conservation, but he's also dealing with other conservation organizations uh, on a daily basis. So he sees that, uh, you know, his his peers, his, his friends, uh, co-workers, all of these things are all operating in this same space. Uh, so he sees this, you know, day in and day out. And you know it has an opportunity to to have a lot of these conversations uh, with volunteers or you know even with you know paid board members and, and things like that with uh, with various organizations so it's uh, I think it's it's certainly something um, that should be addressed if you're feeling that way if hey if, if that gas tank's full and, and you're ready to to crush the end of the year to, to hit the ground running in the new year hey Good for you. That's that's awesome. Um, the conservation space uh, needs that that enthusiasm, that vigor, uh, all that good stuff. Whatever adjective you want to throw at it. Um, another thing that uh, I want to to challenge all of you on as well, and I feel like maybe I should have done this episode a few weeks ago, coming off of uh, Org Month, but you know making your voice heard. Um, you know, there's a leading into, uh, or what I had kind of the, the conservation reset that, uh, I talked about a few of the kind of hot button, big ticket conservation, um, bills, policies, whatever you would like to call them, uh, that are out there right now and, and how, um, you know, we should, be voicing our opinions to our, our representatives, um, letting them know how we feel, uh, whether we, whether it's, um, uh, a bill that we propose or that we're, um, in favor of, or it's one that we're opposed to, um, either way, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of our civic duty as, as outdoorsmen and outdoors women to, to express our opinions, to let our voices be heard. And one of the, um, the uh, bills that's out there is the uh, Recovering America's Wildlife uh, Act, which I uh, had a guest on uh, a, a separate podcast, uh, Drew Youngdike, who works for the National Wildlife Federation here in Michigan. And we spent uh, a decent amount of time speaking about that. And one of the things that Drew brought up and that I really liked was he talked about You know, putting things in place so that we could avoid having things or avoid having um, animals and various species land on that endangered um, species list. Um, You know, trying to be essentially proactive, uh, in our approach to conservation instead of being reactive. And, you know, if you've, you know, listened to any number of episodes over the course of the last couple of years, um, you've either heard myself talk about that, or you've heard Jared, uh, Frazier talk about that as well. And, and that's one of the things, uh, as conservationists that we're, we're really, really good at being reactive. Um, when something, um, is put out in front of us that, uh, really goes against everything, um, that we stand for as hunters as anglers as you know just overall outdoor recreationists we are very quick to unite um to jump up to scream and shout to you know again let our voices be heard and that's that's tremendous it, i every single one of you out there listening deserves a very big round of applause um for doing that because um you know, it, it shows you what we can do, uh, when we're all united, when we're all on the same page, when we're all in agreement. which it's funny how, when it comes to the outdoors and conservation, um, how quickly, um, we all want to come to the aid of one another and, and look at the big picture. And, um, you know, a lot of times kind of just in the general landscape of the world, that is not the case right now. So it's uh, certainly nice to see, uh, things come together in in that particular arena. But, you know, the being proactive about these things, I mean, that's, it's almost a first. I know it's not a first, but in recent history, in recent memory, it feels like it's a first time where we're trying to get out ahead of things. We're trying to put things in place to make sure that, uh, again, species and animals don't end up on these endangered lists because we had a really good um, talk, Drew and I, about uh, the effects of uh, lead in our tackle and ammo uh, when we're you know hunting and fishing, and how you know using non-lead tackle and ammo has such a a positive impact on your your the species, whether it's a deer that you kill, whether it's a fish that you catch, whatever the case is, um, like after the kill, the effects after the kills is, is I believe how how Drew. Po- uh, proposed it. So it's, um, it's one of those things that we, we never want to see things get to a point where we have to rally, where we have to come together. We want to make sure that these wildlife agencies, these biologists, um, you know, people who know a lot about these species, give them the tools to do their job to the, You know best of their abilities and rely on the you know rely on science and and figures and data and all that good stuff to help make these decisions as it pertains to to our wildlife and our herds and populations and all that stuff i think that is uh it's critical as as we go forward as the you know urban sprawl continues to progress and you know more public land unfortunately is sold off and you know places for these wild animals to live is just, it's not there. Uh, We're not, we're not growing any more land. Um, So it's, I, I, I really just wanted to take a second and, you know, just kind of talk about some of the things that were on my mind. I think maybe Giving Tuesday just has me in my feelings a little bit um, because I, I, I see all these great things that, you know, these, Companies are out here doing and, and trying to raise money for, and I think it's um it's a great thing. And you know, from where I sit uh, here in Michigan, you know, watching companies, you know, whether it's here in the state of Michigan, whether it's you know out west somewhere, it's down south, you know, wherever it is, watching them, you know, put their money where their mouth is, where their mouth is to be passionate about their mission, about the 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 mission of conservation. Uh, is very inspiring, and I just wanted to, I guess, express that. Talk about ways that we can do it. Um, talk about ways that you know we can stay in the fight, not get burned out, continue to do um, you know all of these great things for wildlife, wild places, conservation, all all of it. I've been talking for twenty minutes. Feels like I've been talking for an hour. I don't know. I'll tell you what, I don't know how people. Um, who run solo on podcasts every day, do it. Um, my guess is they're probably a bit more prepared than I was. I just sat down and started talking. And 20 minutes feels like, feels like it's enough. Feels like it's enough of me talking at you, preaching. I don't feel like I'm preaching, but just feels like it's enough of me talking at you. So I hope everyone out there had a great Thanksgiving. Um, if you're still trying to punch a tag, good luck. Uh, if you're just wrapping up with your season, if you're if you're switching modes, if you're ready for you know the holidays, if you're ready for you know just winter activities, good for you. Um, I wish you know all of you nothing but luck uh, when it comes to that. Especially if you're still out there trying to punch uh, some late season tags, which I am in that category as well. My freezer is very very close to empty. And I have not been in the field in a good three weeks, so woe is me. But um, thanks for joining me this week, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Stay tuned next week. We have Hank Shaw from Outdoor Class joining me. It's going to be a great episode. We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about food, wild game, and you know all the cool stuff that uh, that Hank has has going on. So. Until next week, everyone, stay safe out there and remember that conservation starts with you.